0: Hi, and welcome to the Milk and Honey Podcast. I'm your host, Lemon Price, creator of Pricelessly Imperfect, a Girl Power Alliance Field Advisory Board member, and a Dog rescuer. This podcast is for Christian women who want to step into their kingdom leadership with all the confidence in the world. Inside, we're going to be talking about ditching antiquated views of womanhood as it relates to the kingdom, how to grow a business with God at the forefront, and stewarding all the provisions and talents God has given us so we can grow the kingdom. So whether you're a woman looking to launch her business or you're a seasoned pro, there's something here for you. Let's dive in today's episode together, shall we? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Milk and Honey podcast. I am so excited to bring to you my friend, Lisa Vanderquok, today. She is truly the one of the most incredible people that I know. She is um, an SLP, right? a speech-language pathologist. Do you still practice that, Lisa? No, I don't. <laughs> No. Okay. Well, that's what she's trained in. She's wonderful. And Lisa has been a speaker for like 25 years. She is a part of girl power Alliance with me and she's actually getting ready to teach the certified radiant speaker Academy. And she's, she's just incredible. I've taken many courses with Lisa and watched her expertly train. And I promise you're going to want to like get out a pencil and paper because Lisa is probably one of the most brilliant speakers that I know. So thank you for being here, Lisa.
1: Oh, Lemon, you are so sweet. Thank you for your introduction. And, you know, we all have to operate in our brilliance and you are brilliant in what you do. So I'm so excited to be here with you today.
0: Oh, Lisa, Lisa, this is what I'm telling you guys. When you hang out, Lisa in person too, she's the nicest, kindest person ever. And you just instantly feel better about yourself when you hang out with Lisa. So Lisa, my friend, since you started out as a speech language pathologist, like how did you go from being an SLP to being a speaking coach?
1: Well, yeah, that's a great journey story. So I did start out as a speech-language man- pathologist, and I was practicing in that field. And during that time, I had to do presentations. And then I came face-to-face with the reality that I was deathly afraid of speaking. <laughs> That is something sure. you would think it's the opposite, right? <laughs> well, you know, what I mean by that in terms of speaking in public where I had to do presentations, I was fine working with clients. You know, I was working with young children who had language delays. I was working with people who had head injury and I needed to teach them how to communicate differently. And so I was fine in that arena and one-on-one. But when it came to even a small group discussion, I remember this in university. I would be petrified that I was gonna say something stupid when my term came and I would be thinking about all the things that I need to say. And you know, when you're in that space, you're not really listening to anybody else. And so it's really not a a great contribution to the group. So I came face to face as a speech language pathologist with the reality that I was afraid, I had a lot of anxiety around public speaking and doing presentations. And at the same time, my husband was also a pastor. He was an evangelist, actually, with a campus ministry. And I was working alongside of him doing volunteer work, discipling young women. And so we would do these different events. And uh, one time he we, we had just finished this eight-week program that we had launched, and they were students were there, and that we were giving them their certifications in evangelism training. And uh, he my husband had just finished giving his speech and he turns to me and says, Lisa, why don't you say a few words? And oh my goodness, Lemon, if you had been sitting next to me that day, you would have seen my face just turn beet red. You know, the blotchiness going down the neck. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Those oh, who are listening yeah. today. <laughs> and I was like petrified and I was like, I need to get out of here. I I just froze. I froze. And, you know, even though my mind and my body were protesting inside my heart, I really longed to say something that would really impact the lives of those students. But in that moment, God reminded me of a moment in time when I was a child and that uh, I was looking at my mom and uh, my, my environment was, was very fear-based when I grew up. My dad was an alcoholic, he used to get very violent and he used to beat my mom. And so as a little girl, seven years old, I remember looking at her at one of these times when she was, her face was so badly bruised and swollen, she was actually unrecognizable. And I made a decision that it wasn't safe for a woman to speak. And uh, in that moment, you know, fast forward now to that banquet, I realized that I had lost my voice along the way and that I needed to take it back and that was part of the struggle that i was having because i believed something to be true that was not true in that no longer true in that situation or it was a it was a conclusion i came to based on what i had seen and so that set me on a journey of transformation and i began to also seek out help to help me to use my voice and to speak because i knew god had called me to speak he had called me to impact people's lives and so as i began to grow as a speaker I was doing a lot of life coaching before coaching was a thing. And uh, in that, a lot of people would ask me about how to speak because I had been growing and developing in my skills. And so I began to coach them. And then just over time, how it how it works, God just kind of just narrowed my focus. So that's all I do is I help kingdom women, entrepreneurs and speakers to really develop the skills to speak with confidence, clarity and transformational impact. Wow. 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 I love, I'm sorry you went through
0: that, but I, I like, I understand. I understand. I literally was just reflecting on this myself. I went through an experience. Um, Rachel Peterson posted on TikTok. I don't know if you know she, yeah. So she posted like, when did you know you had to leave corporate America? And my brain immediately went to, I was the only female in my office in this FinTech company. And I was the CMO and I had said, we need to be highlighting female entrepreneurs because at that time I'd already been blogging for like five or six years and, you know, was taking on clients and things. So I was, you know, I was dabbling in that space and I was like, there's a bunch of female entrepreneurs. We should speak to them. And I remember the entire staff getting very angry with me for saying that, right? Because they were all males. I left for work that day, came back. I was the only person with an office, came back and there was phallic imagery all over my office. They had drawn on my walls, my desk, my files, my pencil holder. I mean, everywhere. I mean, it was everywhere. And I was like, it's not safe for me to share my opinions. They're not valid. They're not wanted. And it and it took me a long time. Really, honestly, being at Girl power Alliance was like "Help me rediscover what my voice is and that it's okay to have a voice. And so I love that this is your focus. Uh, And and I can tell you guys, Lisa is part of the reason that I feel confident when I show up and, you know, I feel completely different than I ever used to um, because you're really, you're so talented at what you do, Lisa.
1: Well, thank you. You know, it didn't come by naturally. Let's put it that way. It was, and this is one of the things that I learned along the way, because I really didn't see myself as talented. I mean I didn't have a natural talent for it. I wasn't an extrovert. I'm still not an extrovert. But God, you know, in my in my development and through coaches I realized that speaking actually is more about skill development than anything. And so if I was lear- if I was willing to learn, I could become a half dis- decent communicator. And that's the same f- is true for everyone. So if you're listening today and you feel the same way like I I just, I can't do that. I'm not that talented. Then I just want to challenge you. If you feel the pull to speak, then you probably are called in some way to use your voice. And I believe, I believe everyone is called to use their voice in some way. Well, the thing is too, Lemon, we can't get away from it anymore. (laughs) It doesn't matter what you do in life. Communication is a, one of those skills that is an asset, to have, it's no longer just a nice skill to have; it's an asset.
0: Oh, I love that! I love it. You just said that because I think when I hear both of both of our stories, right, we were women who were held back from from speaking, and so I'd love to know, in your professional opinion, like what keeps Kingdom women, especially like, from stepping out into that platform and developing this skill set.
1: Well, one of the biggest things I find is that women are afraid, and and this is across the board, like I find this with professional women, they may be confident in their own right in their field. But when it comes to speaking, they actually are afraid of being judged. Afraid of what people will say. And so there's a whole bunch of layers to that, right? Whether it be they don't They're not confident. They don't feel confident in what they have to share. They don't feel confident then in the value that they bring. They, they struggle with their own skills in terms of speaking. So there's a whole bunch of layers to that, but that is one of the biggest areas is they're afraid of being judged.
0: Um, yeah, no, I can relate to that. I grew up in a very small town and I've had so many of close friends Be very confused by what I do because nobody's doing what I do from my hometown. And they're like, well, why do you want to speak on stages? Like that's not a thing we do here. And there's a ton (laughs) of judgment that comes through from a lot of people. It's interesting. I get more support from internet strangers than I do from the people I grew up with because there's a lot of judgment from them because I'm stepping out into this thing that they're not stepping out into.
1: Yeah, that's so true. And, I mean, we shouldn't be surprised by that. Jesus wasn't accepted in his hometown either, you know, by the people he grew up with. So we they kind of keep us – it's almost like they they see us what we were and not who we are today or who we're becoming. And so it tries to bring us back. They try to – unintentionally, that's just because they don't see what we see. They're not looking at it from the vantage point that we have in where God has taken us or where maybe our, we have developed and healed or grown. And so they try, they try and pull us back because that's what they know. That's what they knew.
0: I love that. Yeah, I think it is. I I really love that you're talking about sort of these like mindset shifts too that you have to make to be a speaker, right? It's not just Lisa teaches on a a variety of things like countenance and body language and all of these things, but then it's also a mindset issue that I think we have to
1: overcome too. Absolutely. There's huge mindset issues. Uh, One of the things that I, I would love your listeners to know is that is communication is not just words. And I think this is another area where a lot of women get tripped up because even if you are an extrovert, for example, and you love to talk, sometimes you may not be effective and you may not even realize that you're sabotaging yourself because you are not open to up-level your skills or to expand your ability to connect with people. Now, on the internet, we don't have much time to engage people. It's very, very quick. And so we need to learn, even in a short period of time, how to engage people. But as a speaker, it's actually more about connection rather than content. Content is just a small piece of the puzzle as to how we communicate. So I find that a lot of women who are very comfortable with talking, unless they've come to a place in their career where they realize, okay, I've hit a wall, I'm not seeing the results that I want, and I know I feel comfortable talking but I'm just not getting the results, then I need help. Unless you come to that place, you think everything is okay, because you feel comfortable talking. But here's the thing. It's actually not about you as a speaker. It's about your audience. I I like to say it's not about what I have to teach. It's about what what my audience is taking away. And so if... The way I'm communicating is not allowing my audience to take away something of value that's going to be able to help them overcome a problem, improve their life in some way, then it really doesn't matter what I say because it doesn't make it it's not relevant to them.
0: Wow. I love that. It's not about you. It's about the audience and what they're taking away and the connection. I love that. Um the last time I spoke on a stage, it was. I mean, a long time ago, it's been like five years now since I've gone and done an in-person event, but it's, it's interesting that you say that because I, it was a retreat that we were at, um, like a summit sort of thing. And I made, you know, connections with every single woman at that event, um, before I spoke and then after I spoke. And that was the first time in my entire life that I had a weekend. Like I had, (laughs) like I, um, came, I was like on my flight home from California and got home and my Stripe account had an extra $15,000 in it. Woo-hoo. And it was all people that I had made. And I've never done that in my entire life. And I was, I thought I was going to throw up. I was like, what just happened? <laughs> and every single person they said, it's because I felt a connection to you while you were speaking every single person yeah. that they're like, that's the reason I I joined this program that I threw together specifically for them. Cause they said, that's yeah. what they wanted while I was speaking. And I was like, great, here's an offer. And then came home and made, I was like, I've never done that before. And that's actually how I moved to Georgia um, <laughs> it was with that speaking event. and So that one speaking event and that one connection radically changed my life.
1: Mm.
0: Um, and so I love the power that speaking has when you're, you're making these connections and yeah. really conveying with your audience.
1: Yeah. And, and, and this is the thing, like you can do something on paper and writing is great too. And, and I believe in, in putting your message out there, whatever way you have to communicate. But there's another level of trust that gets built when you actually use your voice and you show up, whether it be even on a podcast, like even people think, oh, it's just your voice that's important on the podcast. Actually, it's more than your voice. It's your whole being that's important because of what comes through your voice. But your voice, when people experience you as you're speaking, there's a whole other level of processing that happens in your brain where they they make a decision whether or not you sound like you're believable, whether or not they you sound like you're likable, whether or not they, they seem, hi, I feel like I can trust her, I feel like she gets me because of the different factors that the brain processes, like the the frequency of your voice, the the melody, the the energy behind it, the whole essence of who you are. So it's really powerful when we learn how to step into our place of calling, whether it be your expertise, your genius zone, and learn how to communicate that in a way that actually connects with your ideal audience. I remember Jim Rohn said one time, he said, there's two things you need. One is you need to be able to say something of value and you need to know how to do it in a way that connects with your listener. And that's really what speaking is all about, right? Wow. I love that, Lisa. I
0: had no idea all these processes that our brain goes through and everything while we're speaking, but that totally makes sense. Because I know I could listen to you read, you know, ingredients on a cereal box. And personally, I think it would have the same level of impact on me, but it's because of who you are when you're speaking and yeah. the the tone of your voice and the countenance that you have and your deliverability, like all of those things, yeah, make a big difference. It's every conversation, guys. It's not just on a podcast with That's Lisa. Right. Like every conversation I have with Lisa, <laughs> I'm like I could take whatever she says as factual because of her. All, every it's a it's a whole package when Lisa mm. speaks. Um, you guys have to you have to like come and take her courses and things like that. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, I could just listen to Lisa talk. I'm like, it doesn't matter what Lisa's talking about because it's. It's just always great, but it's because you've put this work in um, to to really understand the psychology too behind speaking. And I think that was really important to to the work that you're doing.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, thank you for that. It really, it came out of a place of my own falling flat on my face. You know, as I was learning how to speak, there are many times and <laughs> many embarrassing moments and, and, and a few times where I just like, okay, I'm just not cut out for this. But yet I could not walk away from it because I knew that I was called in some way. So I just had to seek out the help that I needed to find out, okay, what do I need to do differently here? Because something is just not working. And it was really in those moments that I had to learn that just what I'm sharing today. And the other thing is the whole aspect, I'll just say this in terms of the communication, There's there's been study after study. And I remember hearing about this when i was being trained as a speech language pathologist going back a number of decades now so these studies have been duplicated over the years and the outcome is always the same there's three when you interact with someone there's these biases that go off in the brain automatically to de, in the listener's mind saying is this person believable is this person likable can i trust them And if they determine no, the brain shuts down. So as a speaker, it's really important for us to understand what are the factors that influence listeners' opinion of me, how they see me, their perception of me. Because if they perceive you as believable, likable, all these things, credible and confident, then they're going to stay listening to you. So I love this because actually... I call it tilth- tilting the odds in your favor, because if you learn what are the factors, then you can actually intentionally improve those areas and show up so that you look confident, sound confident, and are actually able to communicate in such a way that they are able to receive you. So it, just breaking it down, it's the words, the voice, and the body language or the physical, more than the body language, it's your physical presence as well. And so the words have the least influence. That wow. might be a surprise to many people.
0: Yeah, that is a surprise because, yeah, I mean, but like I said, I could listen to you reading ingredients on a cereal box because those other things, you know, <laughs> happened in my brain and I was like, I can trust whatever Lisa says to me. And so I think that's so fascinating that the words have the least amount of impact, but that's the thing I think most people spend all of their focus on. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. And so, Lisa, you're getting ready to teach some of these things in the Radiant Speaker Academy. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes,
1: I'm really excited. Uh, you know, one of the things that you and I share is a community of Girl Power Alliance, which uh, I would not have met you probably otherwise. And so, I'm I'm really blessed to be able to meet you and to get to know you. And it's just been such a beautiful, rich environment. But Girl Power Alliance is really pioneering a whole movement of raising up women in the marketplace and helping them to develop personally, professionally. And so one of the areas that God just uh, divinely brought about in connection with myself and the founders of Girl Power Alliance, Michelle Schaefer and Molly, and I know Molly has been on your show, so she's um, familiar, your audience is familiar with her, that we're going to put together, we have put together a, a certification program for women who want to learn how to speak. In a way that is clear, concise, and compelling. So it's called uh, Radiant Speaker Academy, but we have a framework that we've developed that's called a Kim 10. And what it is, is your kingdom message in 10 minutes. So you can liken it to TED Talk, but let me tell you, TED Talk has nothing on this. This is like a whole new category because it is based on kingdom principles and is providing an opportunity for women who are. Kingdom mind it, and want to have a place where they can learn how to express their, whether it be faith based or in the marketplace, just coming from your, your faith values. But it is uh, helping women in a very, very, very systematic way put together messages, whether it be online, in person, that you can use this framework so that you can come across as confident, and credible, and it's a nine week course live training online, virtual live for nine weeks. And then it, then if you want to be certified, then you will continue on. And in the fall, there will be an in-person event where we will actually coach you in person on the spot, on the stage, you give your talk, and we videotape you, have a professional recording done so that now you can use it to market yourself as a speaker. Like there's nothing else you need from there. You're gonna you're gonna get it all to be launched as a speaker and begin to get known in your area of whatever that message is. So that's what it is in a nutshell.
0: Okay, I'm very obsessed with. It. I'm so excited about this. So I was probably one of the first people to sign up when the waitlist dropped for this. But it also makes me feel very queasy because I definitely have never spoken to this caliber in my entire life. And every time the date gets closer, I'm like, all right, am I really doing this? Like, am I, I'm doing it, but I'm like, am I really doing it? Am I really going to speak on stages? Because it is scary, right? It's a scary thing, but I am so excited about what it is that you're doing. And it's so interesting. I just had a conversation with somebody just a few minutes ago. We were talking about Radiant Speaker Academy And when she was asking the price point on it, I asked her to guess, you know, what it would be. And she's like, well, based on what you're providing, she's like at least $15,000. And you guys are probably thinking the same thing. Lisa, can you
1: tell them how not $15,000 this is? Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, you know, the value you're getting is is definitely of the 15,000 or more. But if you were to just... Take this Radiant Speaker Academy certification. You can take it for $4,500 USD. However, if you become a VIP member of Girl Power Alliance, you can take it for as many times as you want, actually, just by being a member, which is, you get started, is $399, $399. And then every month after that, it's $149. But here's the thing. When you're a member of of Girl Power Alliance, you don't just get the Radiant Speaker Academy. You get the community. You get over, right now, I think it's over 200 modules of training in all different areas that are all Christ-centered and designed to help you grow and become the woman that God has called you to be so that you can fulfill your calling in whatever area he's called you. And you can also get certified as a radiant life coach, leadership and life coach. Like there's a whole lot of other benefits. So if I were you, I would just sign up. I would enroll as a VIP member, reach out to Lemon, because like, hey, if you don't have to pay $4,500, why pay (laughs) $4,500? You can do that and take your family on vacation and uh, enjoy the benefits of... The other thing, too, is within the, the VIP membership, there's a whole speaker series. So there's a whole bunch of other courses that you can take to complement and to help you grow. So, yeah, I'm, it, it's it's actually insane. It's really insane. I mean, I'm a speaker coach and I know what I charge for my hourly rates and my programs. I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is insane.
0: <laughs> yes. Okay. So I love that you said this because Lisa actually teaches a course inside the membership called the Confident Speaker, and it is so good. Ten out of ten recommend you take it. There's um, Michelle Schaefer was on the podcast um, back in the very beginning, and she talked about um, she has a course on there on a mastering communications. And I will tell you, I learned more in that program than I did getting my masters in marketing. Wow! Because there's so much value in there, and so. The value here is just unbelievable, and I want to I want to mention this too, if it matters to people. But Girl Power Alliance is also um, ICF certified, and yes. so we're International Coaching Federation certified, um, yes. which is really cool. So they're you know they are certified trainers and things like that, and so you can know that this isn't just yes. you know Sally and Susie who printed off a certification for you on Canva, and like this means something.
1: Yeah. You know, as a speech language pathologist, I would have to, in order to keep my credentials every year, I would have to take courses, continuing education courses. And the ICF courses are are continuing education courses. So any profession that you're in, even if we have people in the Girl Power Alliance, women who are nurses, who are psychologists, like there's a whole range of women. And uh, so it is such a, I actually, one of the women I just spoke to, she's able to claim her membership under her wellness. Uh, you know, in when you have uh, certain things, uh, benefits with your, with the business or with a company or a profession that you're in, she's able to claim that as a wellness expense.
0: That is so cool. Yeah. I love hearing this. Um, so Lisa, when when is the di- deadline for us to sign up for this round of Radiant Speaker Academy?
1: February 28th. So I would recommend if you are feeling the pull, don't wait because you know what? We are pioneering this and the next time around, it's going to be different. But this is kind of the best time to get in because... We are pioneering something and actually the whole experience is a once in a lifetime experience. So uh, I would encourage you to don't delay. Here's the thing. One of my mentors drilled into me years ago. He said, don't just wait for opportunities to get ready. Like meaning, oh, you've got a speaking opportunity coming up in two weeks. So, you know, you start to get ready for that. Well, you know what happens? We just get into stress mode and we spend all of our time now focused on trying to get ready. Whereas he said, no, take the time now, get ready, know your message, get clear on that, build the skills so that when the opportunities come, you're ready. So don't just get ready, stay ready. So this is an opportunity for you. If you know that you're being called to speak, maybe you don't have any opportunities Be say, well, I want to take the time, invest in developing my skills, then just do it.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. I second everything Lisa said. It's it's going to be amazing because I know the caliber of women teaching this and the vision for where we're going. And it's truly going to be a life changing thing to see more women equipped to go out and speak and share their message in a way that is effective and doesn't have people's brains shutting off when they're speaking. And yeah. so if if you want to do it, just sign up, just come and join us, come hang out with Lisa and I, Listen, you guys know Lisa is fabulous and listening to her talk for multiple weeks is going to be very exciting, I think, personally, um, and that our other trainers are beautiful. I think combined, you guys have, what, 60 years of experience?
1: Yeah, it's crazy. 60 years speaking experience between
0: the it's, three of us. It's wild. It's wild. So come and join us. We would love to see you. And just
1: thank you so much for being here, Lisa. I truly love and appreciate you. Mm, Thank you so much, Lemon. It's such an honor to be here. And I'm excited for what this year is bringing because God is raising up his women. And uh, what an awesome podcast. Congratulations on starting this.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. I just appreciate you all and we will see you next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to The Milk and Honey Show. I hope this episode has helped you feel more confident in the calling God has for you so you can lean into your purpose and impact. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us to help more Christian women entrepreneurs just like you. Don't forget to take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at the Lemon Price. I'll see you next week.